from Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet, streaming and text at wia.org.au. June 29, 2019, this is the WIA National News Service from VK1 WIA. Apollo 11, 50th anniversary. Open days at parks, July 2021. It was one giant leap for mankind and it was taken at 12.56pm Australian Eastern Standard Time, Monday the 21st of July, 1969. 600 million people one-sixth of mankind at the time watched Neil Armstrong's first steps on the moon. Three tracking stations were receiving the signals simultaneously. They were CSIRO's Parks Radio Telescope, the Honeysuckle Creek Station outside of Canberra and NASA's Goldstone Station in California. The signals were relayed to Mission Control at Houston. During the first few minutes of the broadcast, NASA alternated between the signals from Goldstone and Honeysuckle Creek, searching for the best quality images. When they switched to the Parks pictures, they were of such superior quality that NASA remained with the Parks TV pictures for the remainder of the two-and-a-half-hour telecast. To commemorate this historic event, the CSIRO Parks Observatory will be holding open days on the anniversary weekend of 2021 July this year. The public is invited to visit the observatory and enjoy the various activities being planned. Now these do include tours of the telescope, talks by special guests and astronomers, daytime astronomy viewings of the brightest stars, planets and sun by the members of the Central West Astronomical Society. The screening of the film The Dish on the Saturday night in the field adjacent to the telescope, plus much, much more. Now all are welcome to attend, with all activities being absolutely free of charge. WIA Annual Conference 2020. Call for Presentations. It was announced that the 2020 WIA Annual Conference will be held in Hobart May 8-10, 2020. The theme is Antarctic Gateway, and so the tours and visits during the weekend all revolve around Antarctica and radio. Now this is a request for anybody who would be prepared to give a presentation on the Saturday afternoon on any aspect of amateur radio, Antarctica, radio electronics, experimentation of all types. The presentation slots are 30 to 40 minutes in length with a 5 to 10 minute time for questions at the end. Now if you have a topic or presentation or just an idea for one, please contact immediate past president of the WIA, Justin VK7 Tango Whiskey. His email address vk7tw at wia.org.au. Now, the past two or three weeks, our news has been just a bit short of a length, but this week we do have news pertaining to last month's WIA AGM and already have been advised that next week WIA Director Harry VK6YBZ will also bring some further news of the AGM. But now, Aiden, WIA Director VK4, APM, joins us at the news desk. Howdy. Before I begin, and on behalf of the board, I would like to thank all those who were involved in the delivery of yet another successful WIA annual conference in Sydney. The Waverley Club and AR New South Wales put on a fantastic show that was well received by all with whom I have spoken. Gatherings like this, by their very nature, are often marred by conflicting points of view. At times, in the not-so-distant past, 
this has resulted in clear division within the community. This year, however, there appeared to be a level of solidarity amongst those who were present. It would appear that over the last 12 months, the amateur community has felt a heightened sense of awareness that the hobby of amateur radio is in the grips of a material existential crisis unlike the hobby has seen before, whereby extinction is a very definite possibility. Not today, not even tomorrow, but perhaps in a decade or two. There are two themes that resonated across the WIA conference weekend that are critical to resolving this crisis. The first is community. Our survival will be determined in no small part by the ability for the amateur community to pull together and support each other in the road ahead. Over the past 10 years, an enormous amount of effort has been expended fighting battles internal to the hobby at a local club, state and national levels. It is time for the ego-driven, self-serving behaviours of the past to end. Imagine what could be accomplished if this energy was directed towards ensuring the survival of the hobby by giving the youth of today the same opportunity to learn about the magic of radio electronics and allied sciences that we all did. The second is change. We live in a time where change is the only constant and the rate of change is ever-increasing. The opportunity to reinvent ourselves is enormous. However, if amateur radio is to survive, we must change, the hobby must change, and the WIA must change. Change is neither easy nor painless. We must accept that those things that worked in the past are not going to work in the future. We must all focus on the things that matter, that is, the survival of the hobby, and we do this by demonstrating that we deliver value to the communities in which we live and operate, thereby cementing our hobby's rightful place in tomorrow's society. The board of the WIA has worked tirelessly over the 12 months I have been a director to lay the foundations for this change. The feedback from the convention is that our community is ready for change. The only question that remains is whether we are collectively prepared to do what needs to be done. With that, it's over to you. This is VK4 APM. Across Australia from VK1 WIA in the Burdekin, Charters Towers, Townsville and Hinterbrook regions it can be heard on the VK4 RAT Townsville VHF repeater 146.7 MHz at 9am local time every Sunday morning. On behalf of the Townsville Amateur Radio Club retransmit team, I'm Gavin, VK4ZZ. International news with thanks to IARU, RSGB, SARL, Southgate Amateur Radio Club, ARRL, RAC, NZART, Amateur Radio Newsline and the worldwide sources of the WIA. I'm Jason, VK2LAW. We start this week with news from Kuwait. Wait, they did, but now 60 metres has arrived in Kuwait. Kuwaiti telecom regulator Citra has released the new WRC-15 amateur secondary allocation of 5351.5 to 5366.5 kHz to Kuwaiti 9 kilo 2 licensees under ITU footnote 5.133b, which in the case of Kuwait means a maximum power of 15 watts EIRP. Paul Gaskell, Golf 4, Mike Whiskey Oscar, editor of the 5 MHz newsletter, told us that the first Kuwaiti ham on the new band was Muhammad, 9 kilo 2 November Oscar, operating FT8 mode, who's looking forward to working more stations. News from Germany, Global Gathering returning to Friedrichshafen. Get ready for another Global Gathering of Radio Amateurs, this one in Germany. 
From Amateur Radio Newsline, here's Ed Durant, Delta Delta 5 Lima Papa. Following a move back after two years to its normal third weekend of June dates, the ham radio event at Friedrichshafen is expecting a wide range of traders, exhibitors and lecturers. June 21st through the 23rd in Friedrichshafen on Lake Constance, a pretty town in the scenic countryside near the borders of Austria, Switzerland and France, in the very south of Germany, will see the 44th running of the Ham Radio International Ham Fest in the top expo centre of Europe, the Friedrichshafen Neue Messe. These dates usually bring sunshine on all three days that can be enjoyed in the beer gardens and on the lawns, but all exhibitors and traders, including the flea market, are inside the Zeppelin-sized hall. In any case, the Zeppelin airships were originally built near to this site and from the airport next door you can take a Zeppelin ride and operate aeronautical mobile. Lectures throughout the three days take place in the conference rooms within the same large building and include topics from SDR Academy to Contest University, from SOTA to Digital TV, from the QO100 satellite to new data modes from antenna design forums to youngsters on the air and lots more. More national societies are represented at Friedrichshafen than any other international ham fest and all of the large manufacturers are represented alongside smaller companies from all over Europe. To find out more, check out hamradio-friedrichshafen.com. Already starting to pack for the event, this is Ed, DD5LP. France's National Amateur Radio Society, REF, say total of ham radio licences increased more in the first four months of 2019 than the number of new licences in the whole of 2018. A Google translation of their post says, for the first time in several years, the curve of the number of French radio amateurs registered with the administration is increasing. The number of assignments of individual codes, or reactivation, over the first four months of 2019 has already exceeded that of the whole of the last year. 297 at the end of April against 263 for the whole year 2018. The reactivation of many individual codes is certainly related to the suppression of the amateur radio tax. Up until January 2019, an annual tax had been imposed on radio amateurs, a licence fee. To Belgium now, Belgium's National Amateur Radio Society, the UBA, has published details of the May 24 decision of the BIPT Council on Amateur Radio Frequencies, Powers and Transmission Modes. The decision of the BIPT Council of May 24 concerning the frequencies, powers and transmission modes that may be used by the radio amateurs was published on the BIPT website. This following an objection from the UBA. The new decree meets the objections that many holders of a basic licence had against the earlier decree. The full decree is available on the BIPT website. To Ireland now, first cross-band sporadic e-contacts made on 40 MHz from Ireland. Following on from the news of some Inter-Echo India tests done on 40 MHz, we now have news of the first cross-band contacts made from Ireland via Sporadic E on their new 8-metre band. Saturday, May 25, 2019, Echo India 9 kilo Papa in the northwest of Ireland managed to complete a two-way 40 MHz, 50 MHz cross-band contact with Delta Golf 1 Victor Lima in Germany. This is, as far as we're aware, the very first 8-metre-6-metre cross-band QSO in Europe. Finally this week, Mexican radio amateurs have been providing communication support from a fire scene in a remote area to civil protection authorities in Monterrey, Mexico. 
Two-member teams of volunteers have been flown in via helicopter since May 20th, the first day of radio support, when the fire had already been burning for a couple of days. The fire in Paginal, about 20 kilometres south of Monterey, covered more than 200 acres in rough terrain. Temperatures have topped 100 degrees Fahrenheit. Teams have been using Windlink, but added the weak signal software VARA HF after Jose, Echo Alpha 5 Hotel Victor Kilo, provided a VARA licence on short notice. Tom Whiteside, November 5 Tango Whiskey in Texas, has been supporting the effort across the border. He has 20 and 40 metre arrays pointed in the direction of the fire in Nuevo Leon. Alfonso Tamez, X-Ray Echo 2 Oscar, President of Mexico's IARU member society FMRE, has been among the volunteers. In addition to HF digital traffic, the volunteer teams have been taking advantage of VHF repeaters. HF antennas consists of a 40-metre dipole for 40 and a steerable portable dipole. A generator is providing electrical power. For WIA National News, in Sydney, I'm Jason, VK2LAW. From Australia, this is VK1WIA and the weekly WIA amateur radio news service on RF, internet streaming and text at wia.org.au. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH, interim manager for the VHF UHF field days. The 2019 winter event is two weekends away. It has been a long interim for me, but here we are with the first single set of rules. No more Division 1 and Division 2. Scoring is now to be distance-based. So, over Saturday the 22nd and Sunday the 23rd, Winterfield Day Fun and Frolics is on for all you stalwart enthusiasts, keen to brave whatever the weather can throw at us. So far, that means wild winds, low temperatures and icy precipitation. All these sections and subsections featured in past events remain, as do the two-hour rework period and the exchange of six-character locators for all contacts. Any stalwart rovers keen to travel from peak to peak, well, hump to hump really, still have to travel from square to square, but the scoring is based on six-character locators. You can concentrate your efforts on one band, if that's what you fancy, and go hammer and tongs to pile up contacts. You never know, you might just win the subsection to the surprise of all. Alternatively, have a lash at the four-band subsection. At a minimum, you can operate on any two of the bands 6 metres, 2 metres, 70 centimetres, 23 centimetres, or three bands, or the whole four. You don't have to be a gun operator with a super station to get out there and have fun on the field day. For those who are old hands at VHF Ewards have field day shenanigans, why not invite an F call or standard to join you in the field? Or invite an F call or standard to your home QDH for a few hours of the contest. Yes, home stations are welcome. Take the opportunity. If you know someone returning to the hobby, get them involved and mentor them through the process of making contest contacts. You never know what might happen. They could get hooked. You'll find the rules on the VHF UHF Field Days page of the WIA website. So, download the new rules from the website and over Saturday the 22nd and Sunday the 23rd, be on the air or be square. This is Roger Harrison, VK2ZRH. 
For VK1WIA News. News, talk and radio sport. Here with VK1WIA. Ham Radio Operational News. It's a contact sport on Felix VK4FUQ. All major Australian contest rules and results from the contest section of the WIA website. 2019. VK Shires Contest happens Queen's Birthday this weekend, June 8-10. to 10. IAAUHF World Championship 13-14 July. RSGB IOTA Contest July 27-28. Trans-Tasman Lebanon Contest July 20. VK Remembrance Day Contest is August 17-18. GAPA. The Grud and Prefix Award Program, GAPA, present the most detailed and comprehensive digital awards program available. This series is offered to both radio managers and SWL operators. Awards offered by GAPA fall into two major categories based on call sign prefixes and grid square locations. Popular digital modes such as FT, JT, RITI and PSK can be used to earn individual awards and as award endorsements. The program also encourages the use of other modes like T10, Throb, SSTV and HELL. Awards are based on operator contacts, not an operator's location. The prefix award is earned by working digital mode stations with different prefixes from around the world. A basic award begins with submission of 50 to 400 unique prefixes based on the mode used. Additional endorsements can then be added for different bands, modes and continents worked. Grid Square awards begin with a basic award that requires 50 to 300 unique Grid Square locators depending on the mode used. Additional endorsement can be added for band, mode and continent worked. Take a look at the GAPA Program Certificate Family Tree to examine the certificates offered and see some examples of certificates with their band and continent endorsement stickers. MSAT Field Day on the Satellites This weekend of June 22-23-2019 is Field Day. Each year the American Radio Relay League sponsors Field Day. The Radio Amateur Satellite Corporation, MSAT, promotes their own version of Field Day focused on operation via the Amateur Satellites held concurrently with the ARRL event. The MSAT Field Day 2019 event is open to all amateur radio operators. Amateurs are to use the exchange as specified in ARRL rules. The MSAT competition is to encourage the use of all amateur satellites, both analogue and digital. The congestion on FM LEO satellites is always so intense that they must continue to limit their use to one-to-one QSA per FM satellite. This includes the International Space Station. You'll be allowed one QSO if the ISS is operating voice. No points will be credited for any contacts beyond the one allowed via each single channel FM satellite. Operators are encouraged not to make any extra contacts via the FM satellites. Members of the RT-9K team are active as XV-9DF from Vietnam from the 2nd to the 15th of June. They are on Hon Tre Island, IOTA AS157, and will be QRV on 40 to 10 metres on CWSSB and FT8. QSL via M0OXO. S9A will be the call zone of the Lazy DXs who are on Sayo Tom Island from the 6th to the 18th of June. They will be on all bands 160 to 10 metres on CWSSB, RITI and FT8. QSL Manager is EB7DX. The 2019 Uruguay DX Group D Expedition will sign 5W0H from Upolo Island in Samoa. 
They will be there until the 10th of June on 86 meters. QSL manager again is EB7DX. GB100GP to Mark Gilwell Park Centenary. Gilwell Park is recognized by many people involved in the Scouts as the movement's spiritual home. It is also home to Scouting's UK's administrative headquarters. Gilwell Park also hosts an amateur radio station, GB2GP, which has been getting Scouts on the air for over 50 years. 2019 is the centenary of the site being donated to Lord Baden-Powell, and there are numerous events taking place to mark this. There is a special course on to mark the site's centenary, GB100GP. It is active at a fun day for Beavers and Cups this weekend, 8th and 9th of June. If you hear the station, give the young people a call. Cricket World Cup Marathon Latest The ICC Cricket World Cup has started and so has the RSGB's Cricket World Cup Marathon. UK and international call signs will be active on 9 HF bands on SSB, CW and digital modes. Award certificates will be offered based on number of contacts made with the special UK and international stations. A total of 31 special call signs will be on the air in the UK, with GB19CWC representing the 2019 Cricket World Cup headquarters in England. Listen for other GB19 prefix call signs too. Teams will fill special event stations as well. Full details are on rsgb.org forward slash cricket. For VK1WIA National News, I'm Felix VK4FUQ in Ingham. News, talk and radio sport, here with VK1WIA. Hello, I'm Col, VK3GTV, with this week's Worldwide Special Interest Group News. And first up, it's ARDF. Radio Direction Finding Fun happening in Townsville at Apex Park, Riverway Drive. If you're in the vicinity of the Townsville region on Saturday, June 22nd from 1pm and want to get involved in a fox hunt or just radio socialise in a nice part of Townsville, then Tony, VK4TJS, wants to hear from you. You have until Thursday the 20th of June to get your attendance numbers in for the fox hunt and there'll be activities for all family members to participate in during the fox hunt. For more info and to advise numbers for participants and catering, contact Tony, VK4TJS, on 07-4767-7137. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Digital FT4. Logbook of the World is now accepting FT4 contacts. The latest TQSL update, released on the 22nd of May, includes FT4 as a sub-mode of MFSK. It also adds AISAT-1 and PO-101 to the satellite category. As of the 23rd of May, over 1,000 million contact records have been entered into the system, resulting in 200 million contact confirmations. Currently, Logbook of the World has over 118,000 users. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Females in Radio. The Science Museum's YouTube channel has a video of the first astronaut from the UK, Helen Sharman, GB1MIR, who used amateur radio to talk to students in schools across the UK. In May 1991, Helen became the first Briton in space. The Soyuz TM-12 mission, which included Soviet cosmonauts Anatoly Artsabarsky, U7MIR, and Sergei Krikalev, U5MIR, launched on May 18, 1991, and lasted eight days, most of that time spent at the Mir space station. Worldwide Special Interest Group's Final Frontier, Starlink Satellite Flares. 
SpaceX's newly launched train of Starlink satellites is doing something unexpected. Many of the 60 satellites are glinting in the sunlight, that is, flaring. Sometimes the flashes of light rival the brightest stars in the night sky. Visit spaceweather.com and check the May 28th edition to find out how to catch the train and perhaps see the flares for yourself. Light Sail 2, scheduled for launch June 22, beacon on 437.025 MHz. Light Sail is a citizen-funded project from the Planetary Society. The CubeSat will be propelled solely by sunlight to orbit the Earth. Light Sail 2 is scheduled to launch aboard a SpaceX Falcon Heavy on June 22nd this year and will attempt the first controlled solar sail flight in Earth orbit. Light Sail 2 will ride to space aboard the Department of Defense Space Test Program 2 mission, which will send 24 spacecraft to three different orbits. Light Sail 2 itself will be enclosed within Prox-1, a Georgia Tech-designed spacecraft originally built to demonstrate close encounter operations with other spacecraft. Prox-1 will deploy Light Sail 2 seven days after launch. Worldwide Special Interest Group's IOTA OC-133 SATI JE1JKL will once again be active as 9M6NA from Mohammed's 9M6MO's QTH on Labuan Island, East Malaysia, between July 11th and 16th. His focus will be on 6 meters FT8 on 50.313 and 50.323 MHz and will also participate in the IARU HF Championship between July 13th and 14th. QSL via Club Logs, OQRS, only for Bureau, and direct QSLs. All the logs are promptly uploaded to LOTW. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, QRP and Weak Signal Communication. SARL and World QRP Day, along with Youth Sprint. The SARL Youth Sprint will be on air from 1200 to 1400 UTC on Saturday the 15th of June, while the IARU Region 1 is promoting Kids Day as a day-long activity on 80 to 10 metres. Monday the 17th of June is World QRP Day, and from the 20th to the 24th of June, you can listen for the SARL Top Band QSO Party. Worldwide Special Interest Groups, Radio Amity Young Timers. Nine-year-old gets 1.5 kilowatt ham radio licence. The Carroll County Times reports kids can do anything they want if they put their heart into it, and it's no accident. The newspaper says Carroll County Amateur Radio Club in Maryland held amateur radio license testing for attendees of their latest licensing class. The testing was held at the Public Safety Training Centre, and one special participant was nine-year-old Caleb Murkart, now KC3NKX. To pass the class, Club President Peter Hiltz, WV3S, said Caleb had to learn electronics and amateur radio etiquette sufficient to pass the Federal Communications Commission test. The test is comprised of 35 questions, and you need to get 26 correct to pass. Caleb has a technician license, which permits 200 watts output in four HF bands and 1,500 watts output on the bands above 50 MHz. Worldwide Special Interest Groups Rescue Radio There's quite a bit of radio comms activity in the Townsville area coming up soon, including on Sunday the 16th of June, Kennedy Region Scouts Nighthawk Recce at Langley Retreat Reed River from 1pm. Saturday the 29th and Sunday 30th of June sees the Kennedy Region Scouts Nighthawk activity at Langley Retreat Reed River. On Sunday, July 27, it's the Towser Maggie Island Swim Volunteers and Swimmers Briefing, followed on the Sunday, the 28th of July, 
with the Towser Magnetic Island to Townsville swim across Cleveland Bay. Also being held on Sunday, July 28, is the TCAC King of the Hill Hill Climb Round 3. I'm Col, VK3GTV, and I'll have more Worldwide Special Interest Group news next week. Across Australia, from VK1WIA, you're tuned to the National News Service. In Adelaide, CBD and surrounds, it could be heard on the VK5 RAD 2 meter repeater, frequency 147.000 MHz, every Sunday at 9am local time. I'm Brendan, VK5 FB FB. Alrighty, on the social scene, this weekend in VK2, the Oxley Region Amateur Radio Club's Field Day, that's both June 8 and 9. VK5, this weekend the South East Radio Group's annual convention and the Australian Fox Hunting Championships. In VK3, July 13-14, it's Gips Tech 2019. VK4, the Townsville Amateur Radio Club's Cardwell Gathering, over four days, commencing October 4. VK3, the Yarra Valley Amateur Radio Group's Hamfest, October 13. Worldwide Jota 2019, Friday the 18th, that's Saturday the 19th, and also Sunday the 20th. And VK3, the Ballarat Amateur Radio Group's Barg Hamvention, October 27. Now till next we meet, I'm Graham, VK4BB. Walk softly. From Australia, this has been VK1WIA and the weekly WIA Amateur Radio News Service. On RF, we thank our rebroadcast team and you for listening. And remember, internet streaming and text of this news is available 24-7 at wia.org.au.